Look at what you see in her face. A mirror of your dreams. Make believe I'm everywhere. Give it in the light. Written on the pages is the answer to a never ending story. All right, welcome back to another exclusive podcast here, the Stranger Things Podcast Season 3. Um, with me today is Jake the Cake Edgar. How you doing, Jake? Doing well. How about yourself, Tommy? Oh, I'm just doing phenomenal. Living the dream. Uh, we finally got Season 3. Where do you rank it? One through three. Where do you rank it? Oh, God. Um, I was expecting such a, uh, a hard-hitting question right off the bat. You know, that's what I do. <laughs> um... To, to be honest, I'd probably put it. I'd put it uh, in the middle. I'd, I'd go. I'd go season one, season three, and then season two. Okay. Okay. See, not gonna lie, this this was my. I'm I'm putting it in the middle too, but I'm reversing that order. I really liked season two. Um, okay. With like the demi dogs and all that good stuff. That that was like one of my favorite parts that they've done is the demi dogs. Yeah, no, the demi dogs were pretty cool. I was I was actually really happy to uh, to see that at the uh, spoilers. That. No, I'm just kidding. We'll get into spoilers here. <laughs> that uh, <clears throat> that little bonus scene. Yeah, looks like a Marvel movie. It really was like when it ended. When it first ended, everyone's been telling me before I like I got to the last one that they set it up for a next season, and then it ended with that fade to black and i was like what are you what is everyone talking about that didn't end at all like they didn't set up anything they just left and then and then that came on and i was like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah no, it was a nice little surprise it uh it kind of since now since since russians are involved would uh i i mean my my history knowledge is a little uh lackluster but is this basically around the uh, the time of the Cold War? See, my my guesstimation is like right after the Cold War is over. Okay, so the Russians are trying to make a uh, a strike back almost. Yeah, something like that. I mean, it was really strange this season, especially with like the, how they brought in the Russians. Like the first scene of them in Russia was a little strange. So I didn't know where they were going to go with that. And then like they ended it with them still having a demigorgon and all that. And I was like, oh boy, the Russians are a big part of this still. Yeah, no, it, uh, all, all, all we can do now is just wait for season four. It's like the wait for Game of Thrones all over again. Seriously, and Stranger Things, I mean, they, they didn't, it's not a short, short period of time like all these other Netflix shows. It's, it's a year, it's a year and two. Honestly, yeah, but I mean, I think that's one of the things that uh, they do right to uh, to hook people. Because I mean, you got it's what eight episodes, which the is first, the perfect uh, amount. Eight episodes is perfect. Oh yeah, eight episodes, about fifty minutes a piece, yep. except for the finale, uh, the final, yep. which is a little bit over an hour, um, and honestly, this this is probably my favorite. Favorite Netflix show, really? Making me think of other Netflix shows here. Um, well, well, you got Dare, 
Daredevil, Punisher. Those two I love a lot. But, yeah. I mean, Netflix is being stupid and canceling those. Well, it's just because uh, Marvel's bringing their thing out. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, the Disney Plus thing. Yeah. The Ranch is one of my favorite Netflix shows. Oh, that, it's such a funny show. I, I love all the uh, the little references to uh, like that 70s show. Oh, yeah. All the little past things. <laughs> That's definitely up there. Let's see. What else is Netflix? Mm. That's did all you I'm have, thinking of. Did, did you ever watch that, uh, that Umbrella Academy show? Never did. No, neither have I. I. I have it on my list, but it's just one of those things, like, I say I'm going to watch it, uh, and I just go back and watch something I've already watched before. Yeah. Oh, that um, that show with the guy from Gossip Girl, You, that's a good one. Oh, I, I, I never ended up watching oh, that one. That, that's a good show. That's good. I think that's on my list, too. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to get on that one. Yeah, those are the ones that come to mind. That was even stretching my memory there, too. Uh, getting back to the original points here, Stranger Things Season 3. Yep, yep. <clears throat> dislikes, likes, what What were some of your favorite parts? Uh, dislike, definitely the end when Billy died, but also uh, it was it was one of my favorite parts. I, um, I watched something on YouTube with... Uh, um, what's his, uh, what's his name? Gatton, um, Gatton, uh, he plays Dustin. Right. Um, he was asked, um, from season one, if he could bring back, uh, what was her name? Barb, mm-hmm. um, who got eaten by the Demigorgon in the, uh, uh, the pool. If he could bring her back, would he? And he said no. And <clears throat> that was because, um, it kind of shows that nobody's safe in the show, and I mean, I I kind of like how Billy went from. Can I swear on your show? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I kind of like how Billy went from being the uh, the asshole who had a uh, troubled past to uh, kind of getting his. Hero saving grace moment at the end there, right before he died. And they kind of showed, which I liked, how like Eleven went into his memories and all that, and they kind of showed why he was, how he was, um, which was kind of cool. I thought it was a little corny when it first happened. Like, what is going on here? Why are they on a beach? What is the seagulls doing here? Why is the little kid from Fuller House here? Um, <laughs> which, that's the first thing that popped in my mind. I'm like, what is he doing here? But I'm like, it's Netflix, so use the same people. Oh, yeah. Um... But that was kind of cool how they showed his past, why he became how he was. Um, and then it played a big big role in the end, I guess, when he saved Eleven when she was just talking to him. Um, yep, he uh, he broke through the um, the, the flare? The mind flare. The mind flare, yes. He was, he was in the midst of being flayed, and he broke through the flaying. To save the day. That's right. And boy, did he ever. I mean, he got absolutely obliterated doing so, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what did you think of uh, the Mind Flayer um, from Season 2 being the uh, the smoke shadow type thing to 
taking over people and becoming like this big fleshy monstrosity it was for cer- season three. It was certainly different. Um, and like, I kind of, I didn't really, ex- I didn't like the graphics of him. Um, like the movement of him, I think they could have done a better job of like the looks of it. But like the character in general, like taking over people's minds with those weird like alien type things coming out of him, um, which really reminded me of like Alien versus Predator, how that thing comes out of his chest or whatever. Um, yeah. And like sucking on the people's faces. That, that was kind of cool. It was kind of gross. I mean, we saw the rats exploding, also a little gross. Um, the like the yeah, goo, goo coming out of those random people that died, that was also very disgusting, but... And then I'm like, just crawling across the floor made me have goosebumps. Just disgusting. Um, <laughs> it was like little boogers just going across the floor. That's what it was. Yeah, uh, honestly. See, I kind of, uh, I kind of liked it because it. Uh, well, I, I mean, I was ultimately creeped out like you were, but um, it was kind of one of those things that uh, just kind of an evolution becoming stronger finding a new way to come back right type deal um it uh i don't know I, just something about it kind of kind of was cool to me instead of just having a shadow you know ha- yeah having each each season be a completely new demon to uh to overcome right and like one of the first scenes you actually see it is like in the hospital when Barb, not Barb, excuse me, Nancy and Jonathan are like walking out, watching these things crawl towards each other, and then it goes like dark, and then yeah, it goes when light. The, uh, that was so cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that one. So that that was cool. I mean, uh, some of the graphic, the graphics were good, but I just didn't like how it like moved. I don't think it looked that great. It just looked a little kinda, corny, a little corny, a little cartoony. It just didn't do it for me there. Um, but overall, I, I did like. I did like that, and I like how they kind of began the entire season with, like, Billy right away becoming that thing and instead of, like, leading us on. Yes, and, uh, yeah, no, I agree with that one. Having him, uh, what was it, episode one ended with him crashing. Yep. And then episode, uh, crashing and then getting dragged down. And then two, it just bounced right into that. Yeah, I agree with that one. So they didn't keep us waiting, which I liked. They just gave it to us, and I was like, yep, and the Billy's going to be the one, which makes sense. Yeah, what did, uh, how how do you feel about uh, Hopper sacrificing himself? I was never a, a big Hopper guy. Like, he was he was chief of police. He was, he took in Eleven, which was cool. But for some reason, I didn't really have, like, any attachment to him. So... His death was probably the least sad thing in the sh- in this season for me, probably. And I know we went over this before, like our list of like the last episode's sad things, and he was at the bottom for both of us. Yes, yeah, no, and really for for that one, I think it only really became more of a sad item when Eleven found his. Uh, his little written note about oh. what he wanted to say. Um, that was number one. That was number one. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, now that was, uh, I, I mean, it, it was a little corny, but at the same time. She's like 13 years old. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. 
and thirteen year old and still still learning all the basics about life and how she should be. Oh uh, yeah, that was that was a heart wrencher. Speaking of uh, eleven, <laughs> what do you think of that uh, opening scene with her and Mike just making out? <laughs> um, not really my cup of tea, but <laughs> I mean let, let's let's face it, we've uh, we've all been there. That uh, that first relationship, still kind of learning the uh, the basics. It, um, it's funny though, like that that scene with Hopper, like that made me like Hopper a little more with like the three inch door thing. That was hilarious. Oh yeah, no, that was. Uh, I I feel like if if they didn't include him yelling and uh, running over to the door, it uh, it kind of would have been a waste of a of a scene almost. Yeah. Um. To continue the uh, the relationship thing a little more. How about uh, Dustin and Susie? All right, this is probably one of my favorite things about the entire season. <laughs> Dustin and Susie. No one believes this guy. Not even Lucas's little sister, who is an amazing character in herself. Um, yes. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, favorite favorite thing in the season was honestly the Planks constant moment. Yep. I heard a lot of people, like critics and stuff, saying that was one of the dumbest scenes of all time. But I'm not going <laughs> to lie, that was probably in my top three scenes of this season. <laughs> one of the greatest songs ever. I, uh, I looked up the, uh, the, mu- the actual music video for that song. It, um, it's kind of creepy, honestly. The, uh, <laughs> the main artist for that def- definitely was in the 80s. Oh, um, I believe that. Built around that uh, that movie, the uh, the never ending story. Okay. Um. But yeah, no, that's uh, that's true love right there. Honestly. I mean, and they they didn't sound bad whatsoever together. We all know um, Dustin has a beautiful singing voice, um, but uh, that Susie girl, she comes out of nowhere and is about to hang up on him, and bam, there's the pipes. The, uh, the the one thing that confused me about about that scene though, as as amazing as this, as their duet was, at at the end of it, like you you see Susie get all disappointed almost on her face, just that they're done singing, and then after she wants after to the, sing uh, more. and then after after the uh, after she gives him uh, planks constant, she's just. All up and happy again. Oh, I missed you, Dusty Bun. Dusty Bun, another key moment in this series. <laughs> Susie Poo and Dusty Bun, are you kidding me? That's it's ultimate couple goals right there. I mean, who who writes this of Dusty Bun? <laughs> it's just amazing. Susie Poo. Oh. But no, oh, wow. I, I definitely wanted to hear more of that song. And when, in the very end, when like Max and um, Lucas are teasing him, they sounded beautiful together too. And I'm not going to lie, they're really probably, did. they're the cutest couple in the entire show. I agree. It, it, her, she's kind of an abusive girlfriend, it sounds like, well, mentally. Well, yeah, I, a little bit. I, I mean, Lucas did say that she broke up with him like five times already. But Lucas is literally goals and comes back every single time. 
That's true. Going to the ball every single time, getting her present, winning her back. He knows. He knows. Um, one one last little little thing on uh, on that duet. I don't know if you've. Uh, I I know you just got home, but um, Millie Bobby Brown posted on Instagram. There's a uh, never ending story challenge now that she's started. I did see that. I saw the post, but I didn't listen to it or listen to her or anything like that. So I have no clue what it is. Oh, no, it's um, it, it's honestly just her dancing with the uh, the scene playing in the background. Oh, that I'm gonna have to go watch them because I might and have to make one of those. I I hope to see that honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that scene moves up again. It's number one. Not another scene in season, any season of uh, Stranger Things beats that. Uh, um, yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. But uh, let's uh, let's talk. Let, let's let's go back to the uh, the Marvel moment a little bit with the uh, the bonus scene. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Russians pull in a Russian prisoner. Demi Dog comes out, eats his face. Most likely. Yeah. Uh, I know we didn't see it. Um, I know we talked about this the other day a little bit. You you believe that the American that they were referencing is a scientist from Hawkins' lab? I think it's Dr. Brenner, the guy who Dr. experimented on Eleven. No, that, that's the... Um, I don't know if... You can picture him right now, but that was that that was the uh, the tall, skinny guy with uh, the, white the hair. Tall, white-haired guy who kind of looks like Wolverine a little bit. Okay, yep, yeah, that's that's who I thought Doctor Brenner was. That would uh, that'd be interesting, honestly. My other my other thought here was this one's reaching a little bit. Um, is Barb really? You think you think Barb? It's not so much of I think. It's a little bit more of I hope, just because did, she was she was taken in the upside down, correct? Yes, by the demi gorgon. So my thought process is the Russians somehow with their little machine and all that got to the upside down as well, and they they recovered her. See, I I can see where you're coming from, but at the um, the as. as much as it would be nice to see someone so innocent come back, um, when I um, when I went over the uh, the season one recap on uh, on Netflix, it uh, it went over that, and um, she uh, she didn't survive over that down. Mm. I can only hope then. <laughs> My other hope would be Bob, but. Bob got destroyed. Yeah, yeah. No, that would. Uh... I don't. I don't hope it's Hopper. I don't. I don't want him to come back. That's true, but my my only thinking behind that after um, after someone brought that up to me that it might be Hopper would just be do. When when the machine goes haywire, do everyone really just get blown up or um, evaporated almost, or is it like 
the snap with Thanos and everyone just kind of disappears to somewhere else or into is, is it really non-existence um, see I don't, I don't know I don't know see I hope they're just like incinerated which is what it looked like from when it was going off on the other people but we never actually saw Hopper get incinerated and all that um, yeah so I kind of hope that he's gone I don't really need him to come back him and Joyce were kind of just a weird couple. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna hop on that mm. relationship anytime yeah. soon. Not a big fan of her. Oh Most, no, she, to, to be honest, she, she really annoys me. Mostly because she broke up the gang there at the end and moved. I'm like, come on. See, for me, that like icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah, no, it really was, but just. Her, she, she's really pushy, and to be honest, her her voice kind of annoys me. No, I agree with that. Some unsung heroes, though, in this season have to be Schmirnoff. Yes. That guy yeah. was great with his cherry slurpee. Um, yeah. The other guy, the <laughs> who, what's the, what was that guy's name? The guy with the, um, the wife beater and the jorts that was always with Hopper? The bald dude? Bald eagle? Oh. What's his um, name? Uh, he uh, he was in season two. Um, What's his name? Let's see here. Murray. Murray, yes, Murray, okay. Yeah. He was a very good character. I enjoyed him. I did, and I, I for as, uh, as kind of stubborn as he could be, I sympathized with him when Smirnoff uh, was killed at the fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that to be honest, I think that that was that that was up there for a sad scene for me, honestly. Which Just because of, he become yeah he becomes this innocent guy that wants to repent almost for what he does. He 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 wins that uh Woody Woodpecker and. He, you like you can see the joy in his face, and then it's just taken away from him. Yeah, poor guy. I mean, he had the chance to leave in the car, and then he just didn't because he knew he was going to go back to a worse situation. Yeah. So he tried to get out of that life and have a little fun, and that's what happens. Um, Funny uh, thing is, the you, first you time we the first time we met Schmirnoff, I was drinking a Schmirnoff ice. Which was ironic. I just looked up and I'm like, what? It's like it was meant to be. It really was. Was it it cherry flavored? No, I wish. That would have been great. (laughs) I'd I'd say another unsung hero, though, just to to continue more on that topic. Um, What was her name that you mentioned earlier? Lucas's sister. Erica. Can't spell America without Erica. One of the greatest (laughs) lines that she had. How could I forget that? <laughs> oh. But I I thought she was she was a pretty good unsung hero. Yeah, and she was. I agree it, with that. Like she added she I, I feel like that family honestly is meant to add some humor uh for us for the show. Or, oh. or more more consistent humor, I should say. Speaking of that family, my this is probably one of my favorite parts as well. 
is when they all go into the hospital and Nancy's like, this is my extended family or this is my family. And then Lucas is like extended. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. That was one of the greatest lines. Oh, I almost forgot about that. That was one of the best parts. about uh trying to dr- oh, crack open that uh <laughs> that vial of acid <laughs> oh yeah man then that yeah that was that was good robin's like you want to drink that she's so sassy she's just she's just one in her own she's just sassy i love it and then that little denial that she's a nerd yet she's so good with math oh yeah she's definitely a nerd oh yeah definitely a nerd also robin robin pretty good character Yes, no, I, I, I did like that. I, to be honest, I really wasn't expecting her to, uh, to be a lesbian. And, yeah, um, that was a little thrown. That threw me for a little loop. Yeah, because well, they were kind of setting it up to be this real sassy relationship that was starting to form with Robin and um, Stevie. Steve, yeah, but then. Uh, Last minute after after they puke out all that truth serum. Also, and, great uh, scene is when they were when they were on the truth serum. <laughs> very good, very good acting. Especially when they um when they they snuck into uh, Back to the Future and then kind of snuck out without um, Erica seeing them. Yes, that that was that was that was one of the better scenes. I, I have to say. Then, uh, yeah, no, that, um, like, it, to be honest, I feel like that it, now, now that we've watched it, it seems like a pretty obvious thing that was gonna happen, but just watching it in the moment, I had no idea that they were gonna, they yeah. were gonna throw a curveball in there. Yeah, I, I had zero clue, too, because we watched the first six episodes, like, July 4th, and then we stopped, so we had two left. And then my brother had the day off the next day, so he watched the next two without me. And he's like, there's there's a major just like plot change here. And I'm like, oh no, what's it going to be? And come to find out, that's what he was talking about. And I'm like, okay. I was like, that, that's good. That's good. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I wouldn't say that's major. No. But and it, he was more sarcastic when he said major, but like it was, it was uh, funny. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I, I can see that now. <laughs> um. Keeping on the, uh, the, little, the little relationship train, um, uh, what's, um, Jonathan and Nancy Drew, Nancy, yes, they, uh, they had a little rocky, rocky moment when, uh, when you started, when, when she wanted to keep pushing the lead, but he, he just wanted to, uh, to sit in his, uh, red room. She, she was just being a good journalist, you know. That's her job. She was just pushing. Then he just had other ideas. Yeah. All, all, uh, all relationship has them, has them, you know. That's that's true. And okay, first off, Jonathan looks literally identical 
to Luke Skywalker in like episode four. <laughs> like they are identical. I was I was looking at it the whole time. I'm like, that is Mark Hamill, isn't it? They uh, they went back in time a little bit for him. Well, Seriously. I mean, it fits honestly. It does. They have like the same haircut, well, which is the time period, obviously. Um, and then I've I've always said it like since. Millie Bobby Brown started to grow up a little that she should play a young Princess Leia and uh, Carrie Fisher. She looks just like her. Honestly, I would get behind that 100%. Yeah, I've thought it for a couple of years now, and I'm like, man, the more and more she grows up, the more and more I want to see it, because she's a good actor. She really is. Uh, what did um, what did you think about her growth in, uh, for this season? I, I very much enjoyed it. I, I really do enjoy her as a person and an actor i follow her on instagram so i see a little bit and i i enjoy what i see i, I i'm behind her career yeah no she um she's definitely just kind of loving life with uh what she posts on her instagram um and she's only like 15 yeah no it's, it's really insane to think about how all these well all, all the 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 Little little babies that we saw in uh, season one Seriously? are all, all 16, 17 now. Just... I think we looked up the kids, and I think the oldest is um, Lucas, and he was like 17. Really? Yeah. Huh. The others were 16, and then Will was, I think, the youngest, which makes sense because he looks really young still. Yeah, no, I agree with that one. Noah, but, uh, Noah but... Schnapp. The actor that played Steve in one, he was 23. And he, he was playing, what, a junior in high school? Let's see how old he is here. Played by Joe Curie. He is 27 years of age. 27, Jesus. Yeah, that's pretty good. Honestly, these, these actors that have ba- actors and actresses that just have an ultimate baby face, they're... They, they can be cast for so many roles. It's ridiculous, especially young roles. Yeah, good for their careers, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, the longevity-wise, yeah. It's just a matter of, like, the choices that they make for their roles. I was a big fan of Max, not going to lie. She was one of my favorites of last season, too, but she grew on me even more this season. Like, I, I enjoy her being a part of their little clan. She's, she's yeah, really she... She she breaks up the uh, the hectic hecticness with a uh, with a little more different type of hectic. Yeah, in my opinion. And it gives Eleven a friend, which I was happy about. She didn't really have any female friends. Well, I, I mean, she had no female friends. She had no friends technically, other than three boys, four boys. Yeah, yeah, but no, I I liked, I did like her coming in and kind of helping Eleven grow. It, uh, I, I, I was pretty happy with that about, about the season two. And the fact that she, she made Eleven like go out to Mike and say, I dump your ass. That was so funny. That was good stuff. <laughs> I loved that scene. Especially since she, uh, Eleven doesn't really know what that means. Not a either. clue. She just says the words and he's just, what oh he was great i still don't think she really knows what it means either 
How about the the uh, invasion of privacy when um when Max and Eleven were uh, were spying on the boys? That's a no no. I'm with Mike on that one. I don't agree with Mike on a lot of things, but that's just horrible. Yeah. To, to be honest, Mike isn't one of my favorite characters. Nope, not a chance. No. I, if if we're talking about that group of kids, I I, I would say Dustin is my favorite, honestly. Lucas is my favorite. I I like him a lot. Okay. Lucas, yeah, he, then Dustin, then Will, then Mike. Okay. I would um, I I would flip flop the the first two. And Will has like this cool superpower that he can tell when it's coming every time. Like that's kind of cool. That's true. I uh, I I liked it, but at the same at, when I was first watching it, I wasn't sure how I felt about. Uh, how how I felt about him just knowing that something was up. It's like a spidey sense almost. Like he's you, becoming... you, you haven't seen that yet, have you? I have not. I'm seeing it soon, hopefully. Okay. Yeah, Instead of like um... Spider-Man, he's Flare-Man. <laughs> that, that's his power, Flare-Man. A flare tingle? That's right. My flare tingles are sensing. Nope, that didn't make sense. My flare senses are tingling. <laughs> I had the words backwards. It's okay. You had a long day. <laughs> but now, yeah, that, that I, I enjoy his power. In the scene where they put um, Billy in like the sauna thing, the hot room, whatever that thing is called, um, I thought that was kind of a cool scene. I thought Eleven was about to get her head smashed, but um, Mike saved the day there. Yeah, no, that um, I, with with as she's kind of growing as a character and learning more about society, I, I guess is the term that you have to use for it. Um, I did like how she was stepping up and her powers had grown as well. Like, no, well, I don't really know if you would say that they grew. Um, oh, I but, say they. I think they did. She yeah, went from we, she went from single nosebleed to double nosebleed this season. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and, and with how often she had to use it, this was this took place in what like a whole week. Seriously, almost. and I mean, it run her court or it run its course there at the end. Now she doesn't have them anymore. Um, well, for the time yeah, being, that, she just needs to recharge. Yeah, that, that's going to be interesting to see for uh, for next season. Do oh. Personally, I hope that over this break, um, she still doesn't have her powers, and then it's still just a matter of like testing them. And as season four starts up, give it an episode or two, and her powers start to slowly come back, or they even grow even more, and she has something new. Yes, no, I'd, I'd like to see that too. I mean, she basically just has like force abilities, which is awesome. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why Star Wars didn't use the Force like they do it in this. I mean, she uses it all the time. Literally, she's throwing weights around. Why can't? Why doesn't Darth Vader do that? Well, I I mean, he does. He does pull down a platform or a, like a, a little bridge. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they just they just under in Star Wars they underuse the forces. I I've always thought it, but you know. Stranger uh, well, Things gives it to me, I guess, in a better way. From 
I mean, from the Jedi, it's all about trying to keep the peace, not being excessive. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that, that I agree with you. I feel like it was underused a lot in Star Wars. Yeah. Ho- hopefully not in uh, uh, the new one coming out. By the way, we're going to have to do another podcast on that when it comes out, because I'm going to have a lot of feelings, and I don't know if they're going to be good or bad. <laughs> well, ho- hopefully... Our feelings are better than uh, The Last Jedi. Oh, don't you want to talk about it? <laughs> I still hate it. Yeah, I I really don't want Rose to come back. Oh, oh forgot about her for a second. <laughs> oh. Right, okay. Tom, don't have a heart attack on Mo- Moving on from Rose. And normally I like Rose's. Derek Rose, Flower Rose, not Star Wars Rose. Yeah, it def- definitely wasn't the prettiest rose in the in the bunch. No. No. No offense to her actor. It's not the actor. The actress, she, uh, was, she was fine. It's just the character was just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's the, the problem with as... As sagas and TV shows are coming back now... Um, Stuff like everything was great back in the day. Um, talking about the Star Wars prequels, it's a right. little, little, little tricky there. But now that all these, now that they feel like they have to, well, feel it's good marketing. Still not marketing, um, targeting at standpoint. Mm-hmm. There's a whole new generation coming in. And they have to find ways. You can't just um, as much like them to keep appealing to us. They just can't. It's not. It's not good yeah. market uh, strategy. Just trying to relate to another audience, I guess. And yeah, and I I know it hurts. It does. It hurts me too. That's right. I still. It's still my favorite movie franchise. Oh yeah. Yeah. Star Wars and then Marvel. Yeah, that's, that's probably the same for me. I'm trying to think of other ones though. No, yeah, it has to be those two. Yeah, they're they're basically kings. And they have been for years. Go for them. Although, although I am interested to see how uh, this live action Lion King is going to be. Yeah, I think that'll be pretty good. I probably don't won't see it in theaters or anything, but I'll, I'll enjoy that when it comes out. Yeah, it, I don't know. Uh, if we're being honest, I'm probably going to see it in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> the The hard part is about having a, a big boy job now. It's just Find uh, I, I can't I can't go in the middle of the week when Nobody's I don't know there. what's going to be right. Still, $5 Tuesdays are absolute steal. Oh, 100%. That's when I'm trying to see Spider-Man is on a Tuesday. When, like, no one's there after, like, a month of it being out. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a great plan, honestly. All right, but let's close this out. Get back on target. Topic, topic. <laughs> whatever that word is. Topic. T-O-P-I-C. Topic. Um, your favorite, favorite 
thing about season three. Absolute favorite. We'll end with both of our favorite things, which we've kind of gone over, but absolute favorite. Um, apart from the never-ending story duet. Because mm-hmm. that's number two for me. <laughs> um, I would say, uh, I would say the expansion of, um, of Billy's character, really. Like, I, I know he's not, well, I mean, at least in season two, he wasn't a major character, and obviously now after this season, he's not going to be a major character anymore. Right. Um, but I just, he was kind of an underdog, in my opinion, in season two that I did kind of like, even though he was the bully. Um, part of, well, I, I do kind of just like his actor. No, he's, he's a good, he's a good guy. I like him too. Um, but just his involvement, we have someone new, someone that wasn't going to be expected to be pulled into um, the upside down drama of things, and just an overall genuine involvement of a, a bully into. The hero just kind of it, it, it was a favorite point for me. Yeah, his development was probably the most of any character, I'd say. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with that one. Alright, well, uh, what was yours? Alright, mine? It's it's not necessarily like a scene, it's not necessarily one person, but it's, it's the relationships of this season. There, there were a lot. Honestly. There were, let's see, there's Nancy, Jonathan, there's Eleven, Mike, you got Lucas and Max, you got Hopper and Joyce. You could, you could even pull the friendship relationships. Mm, Robin and Steve I'd throw in there. Even uh, Smirnoff, his, his little friendship yes. with... Um... Smirnoff and Murray. Yep. Um, I think that's probably it. Mm, Billy and um, that that one was it. Will's mom. They're like little side thing. Ah, uh, yeah. Also good for Will's mom saying no to that, and I was about to hate her forever. Um, Honestly, like where where where's that type of uh, restraint in today's world? Seriously, good for her. Like she, she obviously Billy didn't show up either, but yeah, um, but she doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, she she at least. Did it for a morally right reason. Yeah, even if even if she might not be completely happy with her husband. Yeah, but yeah, mine would definitely be the overall relationships of the show because I think they did a pretty good job of like showing the development of them, showing like kids' relationships, and I don't know. It was just it was just like a happy storyline for me, and I enjoyed that. A, ha- a happy storyline for probably the most gruesome. Yeah. season that they've had so far yeah it was just it was it was refreshing i'll put it that way it was very refreshing to have in there okay i can i can see where you're coming from yeah so i, I think i'll i think i think i'll go with that and okay. my favorite my favorite still is max and lucas they're they're definitely my favorite couple yeah yeah uh, I, I don't know i don't i wouldn't say i have a favorite couple but my favorite friendship is um Dustin and Steve, 
honestly. I, I like how that blossomed. It's and, very uh, under the radar, but they're, it's, it's strange why they're friends. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's one of those stranger things, pun intended. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy it too. Yeah, they're good together. I love their um, their reunion at uh, sh- uh ships ahoy. <laughs> uh, great name, first and foremost. Love it. They um, they they had a uh, commercial. I was I was on YouTube the other day, and one of the ads it was Steve and Robin. Um, filming a commercial for uh, Scoops Ahoy and I can't uh, no it was um, I think it was a Baskin Robbins um, commercial and they're, they're, they're featuring that um, that ship Sunday that, that nice. was featured a couple times first time that looked delicious <laughs> I would be down for that to, to be honest is when I saw that the first time, the first person I thought of was you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's what I want <laughs> to be thought of for. It looks so good. And also, Erica gets free ice cream for life, so she really wins this entire series. That's true. Coming in as a, uh underrated character, or, well, actually not even known character, yeah. unsung hero. I, I believe you put it before. Yes. Um, to getting free ice cream for life. It, uh, yeah, no, that's um, that's a pretty solid deal. That's kind of my goal in life, so she conquered that at 10 years old. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. I've had 23 years on this life, and I've never came close. <laughs> it's okay. Your time will come. <laughs> it will. It was, it was close with Sodexo. I could get a lot of free ice cream, but <laughs> technically it wasn't free. <laughs> yeah. As I'm finding out now. Oh yeah, my uh, my loans are kicking in this month too. Yeah, not fun stuff. Nope, not looking forward to it. Yeah, well that's life. Some of us get free ice cream. Some of us have to pay money. Oh yeah. Just mm. just another one of the stranger things of life. Yes, it is. Lots of them. Hmm, uh, let's just, just hope that uh, season four doesn't take too long. Nah, you know, it's that's the thing though. Like, I I don't need another season yet. Like, it's it's not like Game of Thrones where they like keep you on the edge of your seat with some like big time important detail. Like, oh, Jon Snow is a Targaryen. Oh man, I want another season. Stranger Things didn't really do that. They just kind of left it there, which they had the little cliffhanger, but like it doesn't make me want another season right now. Okay, I, I I can see that. Yeah, so I'm I'm fine with them taking a little break. I'm, I'll enjoy the season when it comes out, like I did this one. But it's not something that's pressing on my mind right now. It's just I need another one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I I can respect that. Yeah, yeah. Stranger Things, Stranger Things. My goodness, Stranger Things season three. I'd give it a eight out of ten. I I'd agree with you. I'll. I'll, I'll hop on that 8 out of 10. Very strong season. Wasn't the best, like we said. We both had our favorites, but it was very good. Very, very good. Yeah. And, uh, that's, well, I, I, I can expect, well, I hope expect, it, 
I, I feel like they can ride that high for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the thing with this show is, like, this appeals to, like, every audience. Like, young, middle-aged, older. They got everything going for them. Oh, yeah. And even, I would say, us nerds and then really people that aren't really into this type of stuff, I feel like they... They thoroughly enjoy the show, too. Yeah, they engage us all. I mean, good for them. They, they, they've got a few more seasons to go, probably. That Definitely. They can make some money. I, yeah. No, they, they, they've got it in the books. You know, which is good for them. I mean, a lot of these Netflix shows just kind of fizzle out, but whew, they're doing good. It's probably the benefit to take, taking so long for uh, in-between seasons. They oh, just the quality. They make sure that they nail it. Yeah. And they're going to have to make some money once they get rid of all these Disney sh- shows and stuff. Disney, The Office. Yeah, uh, Friends. Friends. They're going to have to keep some, have something on there that keeps us. I mean, I don't know if I will, but you can find it online afterwards, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we can figure it out. Overall, I think we'll end it there. Pretty good season. 8 out of 10 from both of us. Our second favorite season. So if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. It'll take you about 8 hours, which is worth the 8 hours rather than sleeping. Um, (laughs) It's basically a whole day. Yeah, I mean, it's worth the watch.